I used to live behind a fortress wall Collected all the stones, built it on my own Stories on top of stories left untold Together with no plans of ever growing old But now I look around and all that I can see Is every brick I lay keeping the world from me? What's going on, everybody? It is Bonnet Gang here in Minneapolis for an action-packed Final Four weekend. Uh, today, today was fun. It was kind of a who's who. Uh, it was like a college all-star weekend type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they had USA Team USA practice. Two people were missing. They were incredibly elderly, but uh, we won't <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, you got to see a couple Hoopers practice. Got to see uh, Asia Wilson pin Erica Hamby's shot. That was kind of oh, foul. Was lovely. <laughs> Men get in her face about it. I love that, too. I love their little, like, roast dynamic. Cause mm-hmm. When she said she was, Asia was letting Bill borrow her Air Force Ones. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, in the audience, which I love to see, because I know we have been talking about this for a while, like the girls getting into the W and like really understanding, you know, the assignment in terms of what they're trying to be at the next level. And so we ran into Alyssa Cunane mm-hmm. and the future number one pick, Ryan Howard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we stopped chatting, chatted with them for a bit. Kunane asked her who she's trying to model her game after. She said EDD, Asia Wilson. Brianna Stewart. Yeah, so she wants to be a stretch big at the next level. And, you know, good luck and God bless. Yeah, I mean, she's she, she, huge. She, yeah, she just wants to be one of the best bigs in the league. And all the best bigs in the league, well, yeah, they step out. You can't be one-dimensional anymore. You can't. Unless you play for Bill Lambeer, and, mm. you know, that's that's fine for him. So, you know, she was cool. Ryan Howard said she was getting fitted for the game, the draft day fit. So I'm looking forward to see that. Uh, we asked her, who are you most looking forward to playing, you know, this upcoming W season? And she said, Everybody. She's hey. trying she try to battle. Hey. She said, what's up? Bring y'all a game. We here. She wants to smoke. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You know, so they both just got in today, Saturday, and hadn't really seen too much of the city, but they knew it was cold. Oh, whew, what? Yeah. But, and the thing is, like, they came on a mild day. I got here Thursday, and it was 32, 30-ish. It was still snow on the ground. Yeah. It was disrespectfully cold. I I had to, I was going to walk to somebody's hotel like 10 minutes up the street, immediately got off the metro and was like, nope, mm-hmm. Uber me, Uber me down. Best mm-hmm. $9 I ever spent. Look, look, look. I'm from Los Angeles, California. <laughs> okay. I don't do this. Normally, I don't travel east of the, east of Arizona, no, east of California between... <laughs> October and April. <laughs> like I like I need spring to have sprung for I set foot in your city, but yeah. This was such a, a great opportunity. 
such a phenomenal opportunity, man. And it's just, it's been a homecoming of sorts. Mm-hmm. Also, it just being somewhere new and meeting people you knew damn near in a past life. Yeah. And it was crazy because there's a coaches convention in town this weekend as well. So while we were there, like during this time, I was in the elevator with Gary Blair the other day. Uh, saw Delisha Milton Jones like all over the place. We was trying to get Cheryl Swoops. She was hustling out, and you know she's famous, so they was like Secret Service, like no, come on, Miss Swoops. But like we were standing right there in her face, but she just you know wasn't trying to do no interviews. We gonna try again. We need Swoops on the pod. Miss Swoops the pod. If you're not necessarily an interview, I need her on the pod. Yeah, yeah, we got it. If not on spaces on the pod, like we need your voice on this airwave. <laughs> So we're going to work on that for y'all. Who we did get, our girl, Sylvia Fowles. Our girl now, yes. Friend of the pod, Sylvia Fowles. That's official. You can, you know, you you can say that out loud. She'll know who we are. But, uh, yeah, we caught her at practices for um, the championship teams. And we was able to ask her a couple questions just about the future of the league and what she's seeing. And it was pretty dope. Yeah, I... I caught her, like, on the way in, well, back into the uh, arena, and she just so happened to be standing there watching. I'm like, oh, snap, we might have an opportunity, and we did. Mm-hmm. We did. We got it. We got a good bit. She gave great praise to Aaliyah Boston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, so, you know, the future's in good hands, just in general, based on what she's been able to see this weekend. What's the atmosphere been like to you in comparison to, you know, what you've seen? Here at the Final Four? Yeah. Um, it's been unreal. Um, I'm just happy to see the love and the support of the city come out and support these women because it makes a big difference. And we always have people talking about people don't watch women's sports, so I think the outcome been amazing and the energy been good as well. Can you just talk about the talent level because you're seeing players like, especially Aaliyah Boston, like what are you seeing? Uh, this this young lady is a uh, full force, and I think she's only a what junior, and so um, it's kind of scary to see what our future gonna look like. But I am happy as a big uh, to see her do her thing, and she can also stretch stretch out too and shoot three. So that's pretty amazing as well. So on the court, we saw UConn, we saw South Carolina. Uh, Paige was getting some jumpers off. She didn't look too hobbled. She she was limping and such uh, yesterday, so that to me is kind of like you won, but at what cost? I mean, that that's what it's got to be though at this point. Yeah. We hear you got one game left, and your leg ain't fell off yet. Like ain't nothing torn. It might hurt a little bit. Could be a little sprain, partial tear. As long as you can walk, you good. She playing, and she gonna play hard. She gonna give her everything she got, and I trust her to have to put up at least. I'll get her a I'll get her a light twenty-three. Ooh, that's being generous. I mean That is, that is, that is, but she gonna have to score. Okay, so let me preface this by saying everything I've said about UConn is wrong, so or has been wrong so far. So this very well very well might be wrong too. But I think there's a difference between okay, it's one last game, so I'm gonna give it my all, and that all being not trash. Because, like, a leg injury ain't really nothing to play with. If no, your leg is saying, like, nah, then your leg is saying, nah. And Brie Bill ain't nothing to play <laughs> no, with. this is also true. Yeah, so, this I mean, is also very true. she can give it her all, but will her all be anywhere near a 23-point effort? And I feel like 
the combination of her getting kind of banged up yesterday and then facing big body Ben's Bree Bill. Uh, 18 cap. That's good. Like, what I'm seeing really from UConn and what this particular team is going to need. I see her when I when I say like twenty three, it's more or less like that's like it. It's not gonna be a pretty one. Mm. Oh, one of those twenty three shots, twenty three yeah. points. <laughs> <laughs> no, ain't nothing efficient. Won't be nothing efficient about that twenty three, <laughs> yo. Let me just say that it's it's gonna come oh. with it's gonna come with some strife. My daughter Haley Van Lift special. Mm. God dang, <laughs> yo, Haley, good. Ooh, my God, poor baby. Um, they gotta have a support group. If, <laughs> raise your hand if you've been victimized by Brie <laughs> Bill. <laughs> yeah. like, look like Mean Girls, right? <laughs> Just I have nightmares. I still get PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, she really. Okay, we moving on to South Carolina because Brie Bill deserves that. Yeah, I. <laughs> And what made it so bad is they let her talk so much. I've never heard Haley Van Lift with a mic in her face like her whole year and a half at Louisville. I have not heard her as much as I did these last like six days. So they let her pop her stuff. They let her, you know, be in the little promo videos, twerking and what have you and calling herself bougie. And it's just, oof. Hey. Didn't get 10 points, yo. That shit. That's the thing. That's remarkable. Shout out to Bree Bill, man. I Didn't even get 10 shots if we being. Who did not? Because I was did talking not. to members of the committee and they were saying like, yeah, your daughter's going off and she's going to get like 20 shots. And I was like, I don't Mm-mm. think so. I, I, I truly Mm-mm. don't. And she was held like seven, I think. She, it was bad. It was like. In an inefficient seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, she was like, it was like three or nine or nine with nine points or some shit like that. It was yeah. something. Oof. Reboot mm. be doing ungodly things on the defensive end. Yeah. And yeah. that's going to translate well to the next level. I mean, like there's some, definitely some better offense at the next level, but she going to be ready. She ain't going to be getting yeah, – she no, ain't going to be no hoe at the next no, level. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. And part of that is just as much as we look at her now and the offense being better at her next level, the defense – her defense going to improve on her next level mm-hmm. just by facing better offense. Yeah, because you're going to have to adjust. <laughs> have and to I am adjust. confident she will be able to. So we can't wait to see future first-team all-defense Brie Bill. Um, and let me just say, since I've been wrong about everything UConn-related, hats off to them. Luigi got them girls here on an off year, on a year when he himself counted him out. Let, like, let's be clear. He was still the one that packed them up after that Georgia Tech game that did happen. And they did look kind of dead in the water, mainly because of him. But they've turned it around. Um, and it's not just Paige. Like, Carolyn Ducharme, bro, that's a bucket. That's a bucket. 20 points easy on your bench as a freshman? That's a bucket. AZ shot is pure. Mm-hmm. Her defense is trash, but her jumper is pure. And she'll probably, you know, figure something out to be serviceable on the defensive end. Oh, no, and Kristen, they made it to their senior year. And Kristen, shout out to her. You know, 
She she did well. She hasn't disappeared yet, no. which was also something I had predicted. Um, you know, she just been that had been her thing. You know, she'll have a thirty point game and look like that top uh, All American that came in a couple years ago, and then we just won't hear from her in a big game. And she's been consistent. And it helps that Stanford was leaving her wide booty butt I open. I mean, good like, God. Oh, my goodness. I don't. <laughs> so, Stanford, everything Stanford did was 10 minutes too late. I don't know what the hell Tara was doing in the second half. It was like, you watching them jack dumb threes. And then you get into the last minute where you need dumb threes. Because weren't they like 3 of 17 at some point? It was something stupid. They weren't It was like 3 of 17, and they were... It was was like first half, and we're like, okay, so now that you know that that's not working tonight, like, let's let's do something else. And then they didn't do anything else. Their offense was so stagnant. Like, the usual backdoor cuts, the the screens, just the overall motion was missing. It was like they passed it around the perimeter, but I was like, is anybody going to... Does anybody remember the plays? Did y'all suddenly forget your own offense? I it it was it was unfortunate to watch because UConn wasn't doing nothing special. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I it was, was just they being clueless. It was the Stanford, but really, what I could tell is UConn was just more focused. Mm-hmm. It was there, it was a it was a focus differential, and that played a part as the game went on. And it kind of leads me to believe, well, that would be a weird question to pose, but let's do it. Um, On paper, Stanford, to me, was the better team by a pretty good margin. So, like, Mm -hmm. were they playing to the level of their competition? Because UConn wasn't playing that well either. So They just did what they needed to do. Right, right. So, for that game, what it looked like, because, mind you, if Stanford was doing all of this nonsense. The game was tight the entire time, really. Yes. Until a couple threes put it, like, pushed the lead to eight and got back down to four. No, excuse me, not just tight. At the end of the first quarter, it was what? 12 to nine. 12 to nine. 21 total points scored. So, again, UConn wasn't playing like... It, it wasn't. Like, the, the, the quarters weren't decided. First three quarters were decided by, like, Six points total. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I... It's like 34-32 at the half. No, it was... No, it was... It was a one-point game at the half. 24-25. And then it was like 34... Because they were not scoring a lot. So that's how I'm able to keep track of, like, each point. It was 12-9, and then it was, like, 25-24. Yeah. like that. So, like... And then it was like 38, 36, and then 34. Back and the lead was like back to three or four. Yeah, so <laughs> once UConn took that five-point lead, I was like, that's game. That's it. Like, once I got up six, it was like six two or eight. Possessions. Yeah, two, two possessions. Two possessions, because I was like, they're not overcoming that. No, no. You they can't get that. one possession. They got, they cut, the lead got to eight. They pushed, the lead got pushed to eight, because they were trading twos for threes. And, you know, it was too many empty possessions for Stanford until the final 90 seconds. And then that's when we want to run the motion. Then we want to, like, have backdoor cuts and downward screens and Spain pick and roll. We're an elevator. And, all, and, all and of Haley sudden, Jones want to finally put her shoulder down and get to the basket. 
Because the thing that also trips me out is Aaliyah Edwards and AZ got in foul trouble in the first half. You do, you know, if you're not scoring or not even pushing the issue, you're not going to foul them out. It was so, crazy. It was like Fran was out there like Fran and Bill Jabbar and shit, and then nothing. Avina was getting after her on offense, but it was like, you need offense too. So, like, just switch somebody else on. Like, figure it out. But Fran should have been on the floor, in my opinion. That would have helped a lot. Because they was a huge mismatch having Avina on her. So, you know, just looking at the UConn... South Carolina matchup. Everybody's been like, oh, this is a different UConn team than the one that was in Atlantis. And I was like, in what way? Like, I think they're actually worse off because you lost Dorka. Paige is hurt. You lost Dorka. (laughs) So it's like, yes, they're clicking. They've been doing everything they need to do to win and, like, finding a way. So, again, I tip my hat to Gino for making an adjustment because he had to coach the year of his life. Mm-hmm. Outside of those, like, first seven, mm-hmm. ten-ish, whatever. Right until he started, you know, being a staple in the tournament. This is one of those seasons where he's like, yeah, I still got it. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate to say. But, um, I just think matchup-wise, I just don't think UConn got it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm looking at this game, if I'm looking at this UConn team, and their shots have to fall. Mm-hmm. They have to fall. If they can't get any kind of jump shooting rhythm going on offense, it's lights out. Because you're dealing with a double-double monster down low. And she going to get hurt. Because realistically, like, Ono, they would try and have Victoria Saxon on Ono as much as possible, in my opinion. And she's not winning that matchup either. Because B is the engine that goes. Like, every rebound. And that's something that we desperately need. Like, the hustle plays. Who gonna hit the floor? Who gonna dive out of bounds and, and, you know, get us an extra pass, an extra possession? That's V. And she's just a lot more... She's too much for Ono to handle. And then Aaliyah Boston is too much for really anyone to handle. Right. So... I man, it comes down to the guard play. Yep. Because if you have Bria on page, I think that kind of neutralizes it. But you gotta have Zaya or Henny on Kristen Williams. I would go Henny. Yes. Let Henny have a chance at locking her up. Put Zaya on. I guess Carolyn Ducharme will probably come in. So put her on Carolyn. Put her on Avina. Put her. Put her elsewhere. You know, tuck her in the corner somewhere. But offensively, they got to be on point. Because Stanford can, or not Stanford, but um, UConn can still get hot. Like Paige and AZ can still go off. Kristen, you give her space, you give her opportunity, she going to take it. Even Avina, you give her a little room, she going to figure something out. And especially Carolyn, if she gets to come back in the game. So it's definitely not a... We can sleep on them. It's just on paper. This looks like a, a you know an advantage to South Carolina. However, on paper, <laughs> Stanford looks significantly better. So this is why you play the game. This is exactly why you play the game. It's just again with this team like South Carolina. 
they'll live and die by their defense. Uh-huh. And UConn can stand the mother game up. Uh-huh. So, I, I kind of expect South Carolina to put the squeeze on. Like, late third, early fourth. And have another single possession uh, scoring quarter. Look, because, again, as well as UConn has played, um, what they did in Atlanta, that's, you're not going to get the same game, but even still. Defensively, and I want a story everywhere about this, how historic their defense has been, because a three-point quarter, right? You can say, like, oh, it was Atlanta's, da 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 it was the beginning of the season. All right, they did it against Howard. All right, they did it against Miami. All right, they did something similar against uh, Creighton or UNC or both. Like, they have had, like, some – they've given fits defensively right, right, right. and then had those single-possession scoring um, quarters throughout the season, including – this tournament, right, so right, and if we're gonna give credit for UConn to UConn for being better, playing better now, mm-hmm. then we're looking at South Carolina much of the same way. Mm-hmm. Like they they've got added fuel because they lost their conference tourney, mm-hmm. and they look more relaxed. Like it looked like the pressure was getting to them those first like two rounds, which is scary because <laughs> look at what happened. But, you know, they seem to play a little looser. Everybody is locked in on their p- particular positions and their, their tasks. And it just looks fun again. Back to the, that pre, uh, preseason non-conference schedule team that was running the table. So they can bring that same energy, not get too much in their head, and just take care of business. We might be coming to y'all early. But <laughs> we'll see. Because, them girls, man. But yeah, shout out to Mall of America. Shout out to <laughs> Minneapolis Ubers getting all of our coins. Right. But shout out to Cinnabon. Oh yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So we will come back tomorrow, obviously. And yeah, <sighs> is it gonna be a me pack? I hope it's not gonna be a me pack. But if it is. I'm not leading the way. I just want everybody to be abundantly clear about that because everybody's like, oh, are we going to talk about this? Like, y'all are free to start a conversation. I'm not packing me up. Why would I do that? Like, what do you think this is? So, for real, thank y'all for rocking with us. We're taking you on this first experience, and we'll be back tomorrow. Also, 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 like, this trip is kicking my ass. We do take donations, man. I'm I'm, going to put the the, the cash apps and the Venmos and the PayPals and stuff. On the tweet, because this is bullshit. All right. Y'all have a good one, and we'll be back.